It's time for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. Now, from Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, and Belmont, California, here is Maggie and Matthew Paveo. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Dad and Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. We are back to being bi-coastal, sort of. Um, me out here, the dad out here on the West Coast, Maggie out on the East Coast. Maggie, how is it going out there on the East, in the East? Well, it's very sticky. It's yeah. very humid. And uh, glad I have my AC unit is all I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and actually just just to, to tie this into Notre Dame's game, um, you know, they start, and we can certainly talk about this. We'll, we'll first talk about Tennessee State, but just let's put a pin in that we can talk about the um, weather and the, how much of a factor that's going to be, even though it's an early start for the uh, in Raleigh. I think it's going to be pretty warm there in the upper 90s with a high humidity. humidity. So we'll, we'll get to that, though. We'll get to it. What we should talk about first is the 56-3 to destruction of the Tennessee State Tigers by the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Uh, Maggie, what, I mean, what can we, what are your thoughts on this game? What can we take away? What can we, how are you feeling about it? How are you feeling about it after watching it? Uh, what do you think? Um, I mean, it was, it was a good, it was a good game. I mean, with a 56 to three uh, score, yeah. there's not a lot you can complain about, but um, I mean, ultimately we just did what was expected of us. So right. it was, it was good that we could accomplish that, I will say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think some of the things that, that we can get into are just what are those things that you were looking for? And when you say we accomplished that, um, I do think this is a, yeah. If you drew this up in the, in the beginning of the season and you thought, you know, play Tennessee state, what the final score be, this would probably be a pretty good guess. <laughs> 56 to three. Um, that's what a good team will do to a team like Tennessee state. So happy with that but but more specifically Maggie what do you um what do you think was good about the game specifically what were you very very happy with I mean honestly I felt like well this is going to sound like I'm going to say something bad but uh, oh great but but I'm going to say it and then I'm going to go to what I think is good um I thought the beginning was a little bit slow but I will say that um like once things ramped up they ramped up a lot like I felt like our offense was a pretty strong unit um and our defense, I thought, was even better than it has been. I mean, it's kind of hard to say, though, because the difference in – it sounds to me to say difference in talent um, between Notre Dame and Tennessee State is so vast. So it's kind of hard to say, like, oh, our defense is improving because it's not, like, the exact same right. level of talent. Um, but I will say I feel like both sides of the ball just stepped it up and did their job, and there were very few – like stupid mistakes, which is what I said going into the game, I would be looking for. There were some, but I will say that for later. Okay, yeah, we, we will get to the bad. Um, the good, I thought, for me, I thought, um, well, I just thought it was great to see everybody play. We, I mean, every we got all three quarterbacks in. Um, you know, even Kenny mentioned got to throw some balls. It was two for two for 12 yards, which is fantastic. It really began to Steve Angeli got major minutes. Um, I was surprised some of the people were kind of just – not as happy with what Angeli did. He was eight for 11, 130 yards, and actually had some really nice pocket presence, two touchdowns. Um, I thought he was great. 
for what he what he is, which is a backup quarterback in his redshirt freshman year. I um, I don't think you'd ask for more. I, I thought everybody played well um, across the board. I mean, I guess there are a few things to, to, to really dissect, which we'll get in a second. I thought um, I really love our running back room. I think it's fantastic. I mean, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different people carry the ball, including that includes Steve. Uh, Steve that includes Sam Hartman, but uh, even Sam Asaf got a carry. Um, so I think it was just fantastic. Anyway, it was everything I wanted in the game. Nobody really got majorly hurt. Matt Salerno went down um, with some injuries, but but really none of the major major players got hurt, which is all you want. And so, and, and most of the starters were out at half, which is fantastic. So. Everybody sorry okay? sorry yeah. yeah that was that was that in my door <laughs> oh <laughs> um okay uh what about the bad let's get to the bad stuff um i mean in this game i felt like it was easier to see the bad because you could be really nitpicky about it yes um, yeah, being nitpicky. yeah so i mean i thought that the start was rather slow offensively maybe i was expecting too much because like mm-hmm. we did Mm-mm. score i think on the first drive correct right we've um, scored on every we've scored on almost every drive at yeah. least with hartman yeah it just felt like it was a little bit like we had to kind of find our footing, which is not my favorite thing. And those two mistakes that I talked about earlier were uh, there was a pass interference call, I believe, uh, and uh, also a fumble. So, yeah. you know, just I wish we could well, have put it away early. Wasn't there a fumble? Yes, but the guy got knocked out. I mean, that's just, talk about yeah, yeah, nitpick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was looking <laughs> at mistakes. Um, yeah, but I don't think it's a... I would debate whether it's a mistake when you get knocked out and you let the ball go. Maybe How dare should, you? Maybe he should have swerved. Wow. Okay. Well, I, um, you are. That is nitpicky. But okay. Um, and then, but this one's like a little. This one's a little bit more general. Um, I, I do wish we applied a little bit more pressure up front on the quarterback, um, at least yeah. at the beginning of the game. But uh-huh. I mean, again, we won fifty-six to three. So right. like, how bad was it really? I think you're spot on though. I think that the beginning of the game was very sluggish. They, I mean, it's, it was exactly what you fear and that they don't, they don't respect the opponent to the level that they're going to put in that effort, same effort that you would against like an Ohio state. Right. And it didn't have the same meaning and they were much better than they were. So it's, you, you, it's hard to, it's hard to get um, too upset at 19 and 20 year olds that can't get up for a game like that. That being said, they weren't up for the game at the beginning they were sluggish. Um, it took actually the knockout probably woke everybody up and then plus it should have been a targeting and, and not to get a targeting on that call is, is a bunch of bunk, but, um, and then the block field goal turned everything around and, and from then on, they seemed to wake up. They seemed to snap out of it. The defense, you were exactly right. The defensive line did not play well at the beginning. And then at the end was, a, a pretty good force. All that being said, the bad is that, that that they to be an elite team, you need to start from the very beginning and just crush people. You watch that Alabama versus Middle Tennessee State team game. That's exactly what they did. And so there was never a moment in there where Alabama wasn't focused and ready to roll. So that is very being very nitpicky. Um, I would love a right a Mills for sure. Needs to, I, he brought his game up. I think he needs to play better. Um, he needed to play better at the beginning. Um but other than that, it was a great, great game. Um, anything strange in this game that you want to talk about? We, we, we've talked about strange, and I, I even forgot to put – well, I did put it. We'll have a strange prediction later, but strange um, is our theme of the year. Anything strange for you in this game? Well, I had two things, and mm-hmm. um, I thought – I mean, 
maybe this is like it's a good this is a good kind of strange okay <laughs> excuse me <laughs> um it was it was good that the game was felt like it was basically over at the half like that yeah. it's strange because that's not how you want to see a game happen but right. it, you know it's good for us but then also I thought it was strange yet again that Merriweather just got yeah. five yards I believe two catches yeah. five yards that's yeah. not the performance we're looking for from him from especially an opponent like Tennessee State and it makes me wonder about his future with the team especially when we see like Jaden Greathouse like having these great yeah. catches and even Rico Flores kind of getting in the mix and Jaden yeah. Thomas so it's like yeah yeah it's kind yeah. of it was disappointing to say the least right I, I agree with that exactly was where I was going to um, at a certain point, Tobias Mayer, whether is the player that is on the field, like you kind of have to cop say, stop saying, um, boy, he's going to break out this week. He's going to break out this week. Maybe he's not. <laughs> at a certain point, he is. I mean, I, I also, the only other kind of weird thing is uh, Colsey kind of disappeared in this game, um, which after a really good game against Navy, um, Deion Colsey was, was one of the receivers that did not catch a ball. And again, let me count it again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen different people, including Chase Ketter, caught passes in this wow. game. Um, even uh, Davis Sherwood. Uh, you know, there there are, yeah. And I agree with you with Rico Flores. I think Rico Flores and Jaden Greathouse will be becoming their start. You know, it's a real competition. Um, we'll see what happens with. Uh, Merriweather. That being said, it's still there. He could break out this week against North Carolina State. Maybe this is the game. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, they. And I, I do. I, I don't know if this is strange or bad. I do wish they'd throw it deep a few more times. They, they took everything, and certainly Tennessee State was probably sitting back, and we were just taking what they gave us. But at a certain point, I would like to see a little bit more explosion, a little more. You know, let's push the ball down the field. But you know, that's my preference. All right, player of the game, Maggie, offensive side of the ball. So I went for an offensive pick for a little bit of a, a, a different reason. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I'm going with Angeli, and I know that he got a bad wow. rap. But I just feel yeah. like, you know, him alone, he got two touchdowns. And, yes, it right. was against maybe a less intense defense. But well, yeah. it was good for the future. Like, I already yeah. – whoa, sorry, I don't know what's going on. What's going uh, on? My goodness. Gymnastics, maybe. Um, yeah, right. But um, I lost my train of thought now. You're talking about Stephen so Jelly. You're, um, you're getting all fired up about Stephen yeah. Jelly. But it showed, like, I, I already trust Sam Hartman. Like, I already feel like this team is good with Hartman. And so now it's time to look at what's how is our backup doing. And even with Minchie getting in. Um, so, I mean, all, all around, I thought it was a good offensive performance, minus that strange right. thing we mentioned earlier. But yeah, um, I'm giving it to Angeli. Hopefully his first. Okay. That's an interesting take. Uh, I wasn't expecting that one. Uh, I am going with. Uh, I thought mine was going to be the the kind of the, the interesting one, but uh, I am uh, going with. Let me look at my notes here. Sorry. Um, oh my goodness. Um, Jeremiah Love. Um, as far as oh, that's why. Okay, Jeremiah Love. You know the stats don't say he only had five carries. 46 yards and he had one catch I think yeah one catch for four yards um but it was the that play his explosive run which was a 36 yard touchdown yeah, I mean, the interesting thing is right before the the play one of the Tennessee State players I believe it was the defensive end or the outside linebacker um asked to be subbed out very emphatically 
Um, he was exhausted and they ran right at him. And I think it was just coincidence, but maybe, maybe design. They ran right at him and he was the one that missed the key tackle on Jeremiah Love, who made a beautiful cut around the, the 20, I believe, um, to make the, it just to steal a touchdown. Um, I just keep thinking he looks like Ricky Waters running out there wearing number 12. I'm that's it's Ricky Waters all over again. You don't know who that is, Maggie, most likely, but to me, that was a he was a, look at Jeremiah Love, and that's who Ricky Waters was back in the day, and also a great 49er. Um, all right, defense player of the game, Maggie. I went with Benjamin Morrison because I feel like this was finally wow. well, I don't want to say finally because yeah, this is the second game of the season, but. Right. The first in the Navy game, I was expecting like a lot from him because he mm-hmm. had this great, I mean, record breaking Kyle Hamilton's record breaking mm-hmm. um, freshman year. So I was kind of expecting like that big performance against Navy. And I thought he did amply well in this one. Um, and I also am trying to work on having a better relationship with the defensive backs because I feel like I always well, shoot for them when I say something yeah. bad. So, uh, you know, I want to give credit I, where credit's due. I am stunned with who you did not pick, Maggie. I am stunned that you did not go with Clarence Lewis and his interception see, for a that, touchdown. Yeah, see, that's we're working. I'm still working on trusting him. Yeah, again. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, yeah, I am gonna go with. Uh, uh, I am going with the other Ramon Henderson, who I believe who had an inter- interception. Um, you know, it was a. It was not I was the easy interception, but it was a floated ball in the middle field. He had to make an incredible play to get it. Um, Ramon Henderson is one of those ones I think is having a sneaky good season already. And I think almost the opposite of Tobias Merriweather, who we expect great things. I don't think we expect great things from Ramon Henderson. And yet he is having a great season. So I, I, I really like what he's been doing. And I go with him for my player of the defensive player of the game. All right. Grade for the game. May, what's your grade? Get out your scale. What's your grade? I'm I'm giving them an A. There's not a lot to complain about in this performance, um, mm-hmm. except for maybe if you're looking at the team they're against. But I feel like, you know, they won by 53. You can't really ask for much more than that. Um, and I just think they're they keep getting better and better. So that's all you can really ask for at this point. All right. Uh, I agree with you. It's an A because they did exactly, they crossed off everything I was expecting they did. You know, they blew them out. It was over at halftime. Hartman didn't play in the second half. Angeli played. Menchie played. He threw passes. Everything that I was hoping for in this game, they did. It can be anything. Yeah, A is what I give it. Um, All right. So we're happy with this. It's a game we thought, you know, everything that we wanted happened. And then, except for Matt's, any thoughts on the Matt Salerno injury? I mean, sounds pretty serious. I don't know a ton about it, but it sounds pretty seventh serious. Seventh year is on its way. <laughs> maybe injury redshirt. There we go. Or sixth okay. year? Is it here? That's, sixth year? Uh, who knows, man? The guy's been around forever. Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. Um, all right. Interesting. Um, all right. Let's move on to the the first. I don't want to say a major test, but it's a test. A nerdium going on the road. Uh, to play North Carolina State, the 1-0 Wolfpack, who had a less than impressive win over UConn in their first game. Um, but still, it's not easy to go on the road to Carter-Finley Stadium in um, Raleigh. It's an early start, noon kickoff. 
East Coast time, nine o'clock here. It is going to be hot. There's going to be almost 60,000 people there screaming at Notre Dame. And yet Notre Dame is a seven and a half, eight and a half, eight point favorite. Uh, Maggie, do you think the Irish, what do you think? Well, well, let's start. What worries about, what worries you about this game? Well, it worries me that they're, uh, first of all, a power five com- or a power five team. Mm-hmm. Um, so already like, you know, with all due respect mm-hmm. to Navy and Tennessee state, this is, mm-hmm. as you said, our bur- first like big hurdle. Um, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a way, as you mentioned, and I forgot about this until I looked at NC state's like stats. I forgot that Brennan Armstrong is there and he may yeah. he, he's not like, you know, he's not like a, a Tom, Tom Brady type. Like he's not like a, this amazing mm-hmm. quarterback. That's the first quarterback right. I can think of. Um, but you know, he, he's a notable name. Like it was notable that he transferred there. Um, so that kind of alone just scares me, but we have also, I think played Brennan Armstrong before because I think we played yes. UVA when he was there and I believe yeah. we won that game. So yes, but I believe he, I think he was injured from either most or all of that game. Oh, just well. so you know. Yep. Well, <laughs> well, but still, but still. Yeah. 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 Still. I, I, he's not, I, people are concerned with him. I'm not as concerned. Maybe I will be more on Saturday, but um, you know, I don't know. So, so your worry is Armstrong and what's your, I'm sorry. What's your worry again? I thought. <laughs> Brennan Armstrong. Ooh. And also yeah. that this is our, our first like, big test just in general yeah 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 that's right okay yeah, it's a, yeah. Any, anytime you play a power five team you're right yeah you should it should be a it, I, i'm nervous about the early start especially since nerd Notre Dame hasn't gotten off to good starts i'm, I'm nervous about the weather and um and uh, i yeah i guess armstrong is a veteran quarterback and anytime you play a veteran quarterback especially early in the season um you should be worried but just because you're a veteran quarterback doesn't mean you're great. Uh, insert Graham Mertz. Uh, you know, like, um, so, uh, yeah. So what What do you think, Maggie? Um, what makes you think we're going to win? I assume you think we're going to win. What, what do you think? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, something new this season or this uh, yeah, season of our podcast, I, I'm feeling more confident. So mm-hmm. I feel like if you look at NC State's past, in the games yeah. they had last week they beat UConn by 10 points and maybe that's putting UConn down too much but their history is not great and beating UConn by 10 is just not a large enough margin where I'm yeah very very concerned about this game right so I think if you look at that and then also I think our team just has momentum um mm-hmm. I think that the defense having more practice against Tennessee State kind of gave them, I was going to say gave them more experience, but that's kind of like a, a given. Um, mm-hmm. I just trust the team a lot more as the weeks go by. So yeah. those two things I, alone. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with you. I think, um, you know, I'm nervous only in that it's, uh, you know, like you said, power five team on the road, you got to be, but I, I think Notre Dame will handle them. I think they'll handle them with their running attack. And their, I think this will be the first game where people really stand up and say Notre Dame is a real team. I mean, yes, how can you not be confident after you've won 98 to 6 in your first two games? But I really, really think this is the game that Notre Dame really puts. I, I expect almost a 20-point win. I think they're going to pummel them. I, I just think, much like last year when they went in North Carolina, I just think we're, we're primed and ready to whoop up on this team. I don't think – I don't think – North Carolina State has enough firepower to stay with us. And I just think 
um, our de- offensive line will dominate. Their defensive line will be able to run move, run the ball, which will open up the pass. And yes, a deep ball to Tobias Merriweather. I said it. Whoa. Yeah. Right. Hopefully, right. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. So I, I, you know, we don't make the prediction usually on a Notre Dame game, or at least you don't. I, I think, like I said, I think they win by 20, 40 something to twenty something. And that's I, I don't even know if the, the North Carolina State can get twenty. No one's really scored on our defense, so we'll see what happens with that. All right, Maggie, players to watch. Players to watch on offense, which I spelled incorrectly. Offense. I'm going with Mitchell Evans. Um, I mean, along with a lot of people on our offense, um, I feel like he finally got some catches this past week. Um, and so I'm hoping that the tight end position overall will just have more of a part mm-hmm. to play in this game. Although with so many great wide receivers, do we really need it that much? I don't know. Right. But I right. would like to see Mitchell Evans uh, continue to be more involved in the game. Okay. And this is going to be, this is going to be, this will be either the make or break for Tobias Merriweather with me. Um, I'm picking Tobias Merriweather to have at least one touchdown in this game and at least 50 yards of receiving. So um, that this is it though. <laughs> I'm off the Tobias train. If he, he throws up another one catch with three yards um, game. Uh, how about on defense, Maggie? Okay. You, you hinted at me saying this earlier, but I'm choosing Clarence Lewis. Whoa. I know. Okay. And I had this written down before you even said. All right. All right. right. I believe you. I think he'll use the momentum of his interception. He'll have a little bit more confidence and he'll hopefully step up all his gameplay um, against different competition. Now, this is really a make or break for me me and Clarence Lewis. Yeah. It's like me and Tobias. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But we will see. That's who I'm choosing. All right. I'm going with Howard Cross. I, I should have picked him last game. He had a great game, but Howard Cross has been fantastic. I'm going with him just to be a dominant force in the middle. I think he is stronger than most people realize. I think he, he doesn't have a lot of size, but but he'll. I, I think he's having a great season that, that needs to go. So Howard Cross, you are my prediction. All right, what about a strange prediction? What's weird going to happen? We did have a blocked field goal. Did anybody say that in the last game for a strange prediction? Anybody say that? I don't think so. But I think I just said it was going to be over by the half. <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, well, well, you're right. There you go. I should have gotten stranger, but. Yeah, well, what do you think? Okay, I'm going to say, I think this is kind of specific. I think we'll fake a punt. And I think that maybe the game starts off really slow and we just need like a burst of energy. It's like 0-0 going into the second quarter or something. Wow. And we need a burst of energy. So we run a trick play, like a fake punt, and we we make it, you know? Okay. All right. I think that – I was gonna say Armstrong doesn't finish the game, but but maybe maybe it's a hmm, what would be a strange prediction. Um, I predict that. Well, that's not so strange. I, I predict they'll run a punt back. How about that? I'll do with that. Ah, okay. You're gonna run a run a punt back for a touchdown. So punt return, not a kickoff return, a punt return. That's my strange prediction. All right, Maggie. So we both feel pretty confident with uh, where Notre Dame is and that going into North Carolina State. Well, a difficult kind of game shouldn't present too many troubles for us right is that kind of what you're saying that's what i'm 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 hopeful in saying i'm predicting a 20 point win do you have any predictions on this i'm gonna go like two touchdowns i think two touchdowns okay right do you think how about this one when will be the first drive that Notre Dame doesn't score a touchdown with sam hartman (laughs) that's a strange prediction like he's every right i mean i think every drive except for maybe the last one of the navy game where they took a knee or whatever he has scored a touchdown well if my faked punt 
prediction yeah. comes true. I yeah. would say the first one. <laughs> the first one. Well, but no, that they, they would have picked a punt and then gotten the first down. I'm oh, that's then, true. Yeah, they could I was thinking more that it would be like a they would get a three and out and then yeah. they would have to come back really? in and then that was okay. my it was very ah strange. So you're seeing right off the bat. All right, yeah. so I'm thinking I'm thinking they go down and score probably the second drive they don't. Okay, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Um, all right, let's get to some real important stuff here. The picks. Um, yeah, a lot of good, or at least a few good games this week. Four of the ones I picked. Me, yeah, four mm-hmm. of the ones I picked are good. The last one I'm not very sure about. But um, first game I have is and Ole Miss at Tulane. Oh, yeah, I like that game, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. They're okay. both ranked. Tulane's still ranked. Yeah, um, I know. I'm going with Ole Miss on this one. I just can't Where trust Tulane it? too much. It is at Tulane, though. It is, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going with Ole Miss. Uh, I am going to also go with Ole Miss. I think they're a seven-point favorite or something like that. I, I got to go with Ole Miss. All right. Next, I have Texas A&M at U Miami. Oh, yeah. That's another good one. I mm-hmm. This one I really like. I can't – yeah, this one's difficult. And I got to go first? Yeah. Uh, I. You know what? Jeez. I, no, no, it's not that difficult because I watched both these teams play last week. And Texas A&M – while they look pretty sharp, you know, that while they blew out the team they were playing, I, uh, who was it, Miami of Ohio? No, no, that's the other Miami. I, I've forgotten who they played. But they, they made some just stupid plays. They, they just personal fouls, and they don't need personal fouls. Just stupid. Um, I won't say poorly coached. I'll say undercoached uh, by uh, Jimbo Fisher. Although I've heard something, he has a great record in Miami. But I'm going with Miami. I, I more believe in Mario Cristobal to get that team organized than I do Jimbo Fisher to get his team organized. So that's how I'm going with Miami. I am going with Texas A&M. This was difficult because I very much do not like either one of these teams. Um, But I just feel like in terms of atmosphere, this is not really a home game for you, Miami. I don't think they get a lot of turnout on their football games. So I feel like that might shift some things. Um, And yeah, again, I don't like either one of these teams, but I'll go with A&M. Okay. Next is quite possibly the best game of the week, Texas at Alabama. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I'm going with Alabama. This is not one of the okay. picks where I'm going to go like crazy because I genuinely think Alabama is going to win. It's at Alabama. And although I think that Texas has talent, I don't think it's anything compared to Alabama and Nick Saban. I just I can't pick against them this week. Uh, I am going to pick against them. I think that this is the game that breaks their season and starts to break the the Alabama thing. They don't have a quarterback. This Jaden Monroe, yeah, he was able to pick apart Middle Tennessee State, but he wasn't great, and his accuracy wasn't great. I I just think let's yeah, let's see him up against this defense. I think they're up up to some. Uh, the only thing that concerns me is that it was close last year, but it was close last year, and Ewers got hurt, and I so I think and then they you know fell apart a little bit whereas i'm not predicting will get hurt so i think he and he will have a chip on his shoulder to finish the job this year go with texas next i have oh these are okay these are the two games that i kind of had a hard time choosing which what the other two games we should do are so i chose tulsa at washington which mm-hmm. sounds odd but tulsa is undefe- undefeated i believe and washington is ranked so yeah. um i thought it could be interesting it can't yeah you're right i think it, go ahead i'm pick. sorry i cut you off no 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 it's, it's my pick, pick. yeah oh yeah 
Uh, I am still going to go Washington Penix and that offense looked pretty awesome last week. Um, is it at Washington as well? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, for sure. I'm going with Washington. Um, although, you know, these are the kind of games that Tulsa usually keeps close, but uh, no Washington. Yeah. I, I hope I agree. I hope it's close. I am going Washington. I wasn't feeling really risky with my picks this week. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, that's okay. You got to go, you know, gotta, sometimes you got to go chalk. Yeah. Yeah. Last game I have is Nebraska at Colorado. Nebraska yeah, lost to Minnesota, but it was very, very close. I watched that game um, when I was moving yeah. in, actually. Um, and right. it was it was a nail biter, I'll tell you. I'm going with Nebraska on this one. It's at Colorado, oh. which makes me kind of think like maybe Coach Prime will just have the fans like really ready to go. But um, we'll see. Maybe there's a fall off from uh, their big win last week. So I'm going to go with Nebraska. So I was going to go to Nebraska also, but now since you said that, I'm going to Colorado. Here's why I was going to go to Nebraska, though, because prior to last week's game against TCU, if this game, the line on this game was Nebraska was a seven to seven and a half point favorite. After Colorado beat TCU, Colorado became a two point or two and a half point favorite. That's like a 10 point swing over one game in which they gave up 40 something points in the game. So um, I... And like you said, Nebraska plays tough and plays better defense than TCU. I think TCU's defense is atrocious. They've given up 50-some-odd points a number of times. Uh, including What they give up to Georgia in the, the championship, 70? Like, it, it, it's ridiculous. So Nebraska's going to bring better defense. They're going to be – Colorado could be um, in for a big surprise. But – but so that was all going to be what I said, Nebraska. I'm going Colorado. I love – um, Deion Sanders' kid, the quarterback. I think he's fantastic. I think he's going to end up being a top five pick this year. Uh, the kid, Hunter, is incredible as well. Could be, a, if they won more games, might be up for the Heisman. Maybe it's a thing where they, because I, I think they're probably around six and five, seven and four, something like that. Maybe that's enough to get him the Heisman, especially the guy plays 100 snaps a game. Anyway, that's a lot on this game. I'm, for me, I'm going Colorado. A nudge to Colorado. Yeah, those are all the picks I have. All right, so there we go, guys. Uh, we have our first little test here this week. Let's see how we do. I think you're going to be focused. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us on threads if you can find us, uh, and keep listening, keep sending the podcast around to all your buddies. We would love, and keep subscribing on Spotify. We love to grow our audience. All right, Maggie, any final words before we go? Catch you on the flippity flip, everyone. All right. Go Irish. Thank you for listening. Join us next Friday night for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football.